I would like to say something. In this eulogy, I didn't know Frank very long. But for the short time that I did get to know him, I think I became bonded. Yes, we are mourning the death of Frank, the banana plant. I know that things have to expire, but did it have to go in the way that it did? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, it's the last banana tree follow-up show, session number four. I'm calling it the banana tree 365 because it's a full year of... Well, it is. It is. But discussion. I would like to say that you know what um, you got a you got a season out of it out of Frank yes for everything there's a season turn 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 <laughs> and Frank the banana should be another one that's on that song and it, it, what is it Ecclesiastes does that, mean, does that mean Frank is California dreaming too <laughs> well oh that's a different band Sorry. that's a totally different <laughs> band all right before we get to the show we had a listener this is Mike's segment that he doesn't like called. Housekeeping. It's housekeeping. I, I I do like it. I mean, it's necessary. We've got to clean ourselves up and make sure that we're following everything that we say we are. We're not saying that we know everything. That's right. We had a listener email us in. His name's Brad. Brad has emailed us a couple of times. So he was asking about watering from above. We always advise against it. In a number of shows, we've talked about it. And he's like, but I see the garden setter set up. I see big box stores set up and they water from above. And yeah, our garden center has certain areas that are overhead watering too, because I mean, come on, there's a ton, thousands of plants. You just got to do what you got to do. So he's like, well, what gives? Why, why do people not follow this or why do people water from above? Why do birds sing? No, Scott, I'm going to tell you something. He's, he's pretty, pretty good. He's listening to us, you know, verbatim. I'm glad he brought this our direction, but I want him to go to the box store. I want him to go to the nurseries. I want him to go to the garden centers, and I want to see if it's a fan spray that's on the annuals or on the vegetables like the tomatoes or even on the rose bushes, or if it is a, let's say, a, a direct spray itself or a pouring from the hose itself or from a faucet going directly to, let's say, the base of the roses. For instance, garden centers, your your wife's garden center, they water everything out in the lot early evening hour, and they do it in the middle of the day. Anytime it's like with a lawn, anytime you can water is better than no water at all. If you're going to keep things alive, you got to do it when you need to do it. But Well, we can't be watering when guests are walking around. Thank you. So we have a, like a... A 6 a.m. watering, and we have like a 7 p.m. watering. Okay, and that's why. Why do you do it? Uh, because of the guests, number well, one. Well, number one, we're closed during those hours. But then again. But B, you know, you'd, you're better off watering in the morning. And because, you you know, fungus at night, even like we talk grass. But the the biggest thing here is the sun. Yes. Now, he was saying, people... I don't know if this was Brad said this. I'm trying to remember the email. About the coming from the sky, the rain and all that. Yeah, the clouds. The, but the, you know, so the difference is, is when it's Mother Nature's doing it and it's raining, there's no sun. True. Okay. So the sun is the biggest factor of why you don't want to water 
from overhead. Please explain. You're watering. It's a sunny day. You go out there. Nice day to go watering my garden. And, you know, let's say it's one o'clock in the afternoon and the sun, it doesn't even have to be a beat down sun. It could just be a nice spring warm sun and you're watering away and boom, you're leaving little droplets. And those droplets are like a magnifying glass laying on the leaf and then it radiates that sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. and, And boom, now you got a hole in your leaf. It's like a magnifying glass. You got damage to that plant. Not saying that plant's going to die. It's just not going to look pretty. It's not going to look pretty. That leaf is not going to become a solar cell, as I call them. Well, that's cool. So, yeah, that, you know, when it rains, Mother Nature is, has cloud cover, so that sun is not out. Can I, can I elaborate on that? I used to work at your wife's garden center, and I used to water out in the patio on that, seeing that things needed it. Well, when I would go out there and water, we'd have these very fine spray nozzles on these long stems, and I'm spraying and watering... At the base, um, these hanging baskets or even the, the, the containers that have the, the plants growing in them. The gentleman that was in charge of growing, putting the greenhouses all together and growing everything from the vegetables to the, to the annuals, he came and snuck up behind me and scared the schmutz out of me and he yelling. I mean, he's a German dude. His name was Wilhelm. His name was Leo Wilhelm. And he came out, Stop! And so I stopped. I mean, we had to turn the water off. Why? Because he said, you're going to ruin them. Why? He goes, you can't get it from the top down. You got to do it at the base. And I can kind of understand because, okay, the pressure that we were putting on from the hose was actually knocking over the flowers too. It was beating them up. Well, you say knocking them over when we talked about the hostas. Oh. Remember he said, I believe it was the hostas, that they were splitting them the heaviness was splitting the hosta open, leaving the center, and then that looked weird. But it doesn't look; it didn't look good. But yes, yeah. so no. that's another reason for not. You wanted to make sure if you water from the top, you're adding unnecessary environmental hazards to the plants. Um, if you can water it at the base now, generally, when I said that fan spray that was on the end of that long extension that we were doing in the hanging baskets with. He told me to take off the nozzle and then just pour it right down, right at the at the base of the container or the pot, and count three seconds for the small little four and a half inch pots, the uh, longer than one thousand one, one thousand two, one thousand three. Go to the next one with a hanging basket. Count to ten, and that's it. And if you come to our shop, your shop, yes, he's pointing at me, folks. Our shop, your former shop, my former shop. And you go to the Termainsville roadside out in the annual section. There is a hose hanging. And underneath that is a little shelf. You will see three or four of the screw-on fan sprayers that we remove. And it's, we just water with the wand. With a, just, it's just a straight stream. Without causing any splashing. Yes. Which also, if there's other. And the difference also here is it's a controlled environment. We have, uh, it's in the annual section, all of our annuals are covered with a... You've got a shade covering. Sh- yeah, it's a shade. Well, it's... Some yeah, of it's cloth. Like a plexiglass. Some of it's plexiglass, right. So, which is, I mean, basically what it is, it looks like uh, old World War II airplane hangers. But you know that allows the light in. It allows the light in, but not a direct. It's a diffused light. Thank you. So, therefore, you're not getting the leaf burn from a direct... So that is basically why 
In most of the garden centers, you're going to see that they're not basically doing any of the watering. Um, when the, the sun's out. When the sun's out is right. But you know what? Brad's actually right. If you can do it in the early evening hour, if you're going to do it from the top, or do it in the early morning hour, if you're going to do it from the top. You're going to do it at the middle of the day when the plant needs it like a tomato. Are you noticing their leaves are curling right now? It's irregular watering. Go out there and put the water at the base of the plant. Leave it alone. Do it in the middle of the day. I don't know if you remember us talking about the uh, the kids in the neighborhood that oh, yeah. all yeah. Amy, that Amy's in charge of in her neighborhood. Carson actually sent us an email and asked us a question, and he was talking about the curl on the tomato plants and what can you do. The uh, terracotta watering. Oh, the, are these now? When you're talking terracotta, are you talking real clay or are you talking just the terracotta color? No, the real clay. The real clay. The real pots. Yep. And there's a thing that I saw that you can do, especially in tomatoes, and I mean anything. You take one of the big pots, and you put it in the ground in the dirt, and you put another one on top, upside down, and you put a little glue, some silicone or something around the edges, and kind of marry them together upside down the second one on top is just at the on top of the air it's in the air it's, it's in not, the air it's it's, stick, it looks yeah. like an upside down it just clay looks, pot yes yeah, sticking right. in your soil so then you just take your hose and you fill both those up until a gr- water gurgles out the top now what this does is this you know terracotta porous it just slowly continually releases water they breathe, too. I mean, if you've got plants that are in terracotta clay pots, I would highly recommend that over over plastic ones, especially in the middle of the heat. Exactly, and that's the whole deal. It's all about the heat and this, this drought we had basically in May, and people are starting to see effects from it. Mm-hmm. So that's something you can do in your garden. And, it's you know, the terracotta pots are not expensive, so you just need some silicone so you can fill both of them up. And they last. And that's why Gramps yep. have these ugly, moldy ones on the outer perimeter. Uh, but he's, he hung on to them. Why? Because they're dirty. It's gardening, for God's sake. Let me button well, this up for Brad. So, Brad, basically, people that do water from overhead, the world of greenhouses and growing, yeah, we have to because of the number of the plants. But we do consider the environment, so we do it in a controlled way to do as least amount of damage as possible. And remember, any time you can water is better than no time. Yeah. Okay, this is a lead-in. Yes, so back to our show. The banana plants, the 365 final update. Need a Kleenex, Mike? No, I just did it on your carpet. We have to report we did have a death in the family of the three banana plants. Actually, I so you remember I named my banana plants Frank and Lola, and then we had JD at BD, which is a banana plant I just stuck in the ground at the garden center just as like a control. You know, what would it do if if I baby mine two at home and didn't do anything to it, what would happen? Can I can I elaborate? Can I, can I bring you know how? his attention? <laughs> well, I don't know how, really. If you know how, go ahead and elaborate. I'm going to. I'm a little distraught because Scott spent a thousand percent of his attention on both of those banana plants. Now, Frank did not make it. We have to admit we're, we're, we're coping with this right now. Um, 
the two Scotts actually got about 500%, you know, a batting average right now over at his house. Uh, oh, at the house. At okay. the house. But he said, no, I got batting 750 I'm because batting he kept, you know, JD, JD over the... Now, mind you, he gave Frank all the TLC that he wanted. He did everything and anything that he could. The His mate, who happened to be a good, what was it, 25 feet away or 30 feet away? Uh, 30, 50 feet away. Lola. Yeah, well, well, what's she doing? She's just surviving. She's got what now coming out? Um, She's got uh, her mate. Well, so it's not the same pseudo stem as last year. See, he's talking technical here. Trying not to. Okay. She came back. And I noticed her coming back about, like, May 20th. Oh, like May 20th? You were keeping, you were out there watching every single day to see if you got that pseudostem coming back. I, I took a couple of pictures. Uh, so, and then she had uh, a baby pseudostem next to her, too. So I've got technically two banana trees. Coming out where Lola, coming where, where Lola lives. Yeah. Why do you think Frank's demise came? Was he a partier? Was it too much? He just, you know, no matter what we did, he wasn't basically listening to us. Was yeah. it old age or was it environmental? It was environmental. I think I, I, I held off on calling time of death <laughs> <laughs> as the nurses and doctors we're gonna, do. We're going to do an autopsy. We did. We did. <laughs> we did do an autopsy. Anyway, I kind of held off for, you know, another 10 days or so after I saw Lola popping through the ground. And yeah, I mean, both of them were mushy. I did everything the same to both of them as far as winterization. The only difference, and this is the only thing I can think of in the spring, we had two big rains. Well, not just that. And they were like two days long. That area of my backyard flooded and then it receded. A couple of days later, we had another big rain, and it flooded again, and then it receded. Now, that is where Frank is located, though he's in a, he's a little higher up in a landscape, but, you know, and his root system really didn't go that low, so I'm, I'm on the fence about calling Can, the cause of death as drowning. Well, it could be, but see, here's the thing. I'm, my question to you now, was it, do you remember, was this, in, you said it was May? That we had the rains because uh, in April, oh, if, if a- you remember, April, yes, yeah, April. We May had, is when they when Lola started popping thank up. Thank you. April, we had uh, temperatures that were close to eighty for almost two weeks, and I'm wondering also if Frank might have got a head start on this and says, "Yeah, let's go, baby." And then all of a sudden, it went down to you know, it was it was zero. I mean, it was thirty two degrees, winds, high winds, anything that could have been started. Well. But- it's- when it got that warm, I took the cones off. Okay. And when it got cold, I put the cones back on. Well, see, there goes my theory. All right. So you're probably right. It, it probably did drunk. Because remember, we reached in, and we wanted to the crown of the plant, and it snapped off like a sponge. Well, the, the, old, sponge. the old stem is supposed to get mushy. Yeah. And, and then it, and it did kind of, Lola just kind of unraveled all the way down. Frank unraveled and then we got to a point where it kind of snapped we, yeah when yeah. when i said he's gone let's just move on and start an autopsy and see what happened and then i mean we pulled him out of he the ground right, and yeah he was it was too far gone i mean there wasn't anything that could have come from that i mean it may have earlier but like you said if it was starting it, that rain uh, and probably the 80 degree temperatures didn't help it any so I mean, it just, it was probably an agonizing 
departure. Well, uh, just don't could you hear it there. screaming out there? No, no. Otherwise, I would have run out and helped. Yeah. But Lola's fine. Lola's cranking through. And so I had, a, oh. I had to bite the bullet. I had to go to one of the other nurseries in town because we had no more Musa Baju banana plants. <laughs> Musa Baju. And uh, so they have a ton of them that they're propagating basically in these huge, huge containers. And um, yeah, so I bought one. I had to, I had to buy one. Okay. But tell us what you did or did not do over at BD with JD. Okay. So the one I bought is now Frank the Second. Okay. I mean, renamed yeah. him. It's not Frank Jr. because Jr. kind of. It has to be. Kind of hints that it's a it's it's it his, his kid or his something. kid. No, no, no. no. This Frank guy, the Second is more like Henry the Eighth. He is. He is. Well, see, but they were named after previous living things. So Frank, yes, Senior. Is no longer with us. We got Frank Jr. right no, now. No, 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 Jr. They're not related. It's Frank the Second. I see. I, I'm being corrected. Jeez, I just uh, explained it to you. Frank the Second. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I have that. I have a very, very poor, you know, retention and attention. Look, I was a candidate for Ridland back in the '60s. I just a candidate. <laughs> okay. Never mind. <laughs> we won't go into what happened in the '70s. Yes. All right. All right, so we have Frank the second and Lola. Frank is a good three and a half feet. He's uh, since he's been in the ground uh, in um, May thirtieth, uh, June first. He has uh, doing this thing. He's growing three new leaves since he's been in the ground. And Lola's looking good. Lola's looking good. Last year and this year, I did put potash in the ground because they say they like that. It helps with the root. Yeah. So yeah. So that's all I did. However, the report now at Black Diamond in the middle of the old pond area where I stuck another, a third banana plant. That His name was, is Frank. No. It's not Frank? No, it's JD at BD. Well, okay. Let's, uh, BD stands for Black Diamond. JD. Now, what, that's a short. What that's is J Jack and Diane because when on the very first ah, episode That's right. Okay. My okay, go ahead. In the very first episode, if you listen to it, when I kept saying Frank and Lola, Jimmy Buffett names characters, he kept thinking Jack and Diane from Mellencamp song. So so we just shortened it to J D. So J D at B D nobody did anything. I mean we watered it here and there. It, caught some water from watering some burlap trees. And come winter, come fall, yours truly was on the road doing my audio thing for football. So I was gone from the garden center. I don't know what they did, honestly. And they didn't They didn't cover it for the winter. I, I don't think they, unless you told them what to do, they no, wouldn't do anything. they didn't do anything. And, right. and I one time when I went back in the middle of winter, I did see her just kind of draped over and, Nothing, nothing. And I was just like, I, okay, well, you know, she's not coming back. And lo and behold, she looks fantastic. You haven't done spring. squat to her, did you? I haven't, I haven't fed her. I haven't done her own leaves as a nutrient, nothing. And she was, uh, you know, when I noticed Lola back up, um, JD at BD was a good six, eight inches bigger than her. Of course, she gets a lot of sun there. 
at at the well, at the greenhouse. So well, that's, that's from her six advantage. To about three o'clock. Yeah, little ditty about Chuck and Diane. So anyway, two American banana trees in the heartland. Anyway, that is uh, kind of what happened to wrap up. Chewing on a chili dog. <laughs> okay. Before we get copyright infringement and oh. pulled off the air. Okay, we will. <laughs> anyway, so that is what happened. Yeah, and she's cruising now. I'm, I'm Now that I'm back at the garden center in the late spring and summer, I've been water, uh, watering her. How long do you require? Are you going to do nothing to her? I mean, are you going to not bring her into, let's say, this tropical paradise you've got in your, for your backyard? No, no. You're going to leave her right there. Let her do her thing. I'd like to see if that... Everybody happens. talks about her. Everybody, there's Scott's experiment. Yeah, I'm no, I'll, I'll keep them going because they do look beautiful when they're up. I mean, and I'd like to get it across to everybody else. No matter what you do to them, there's always that opportunity for Mother Nature not to work for you. And Lola, I mean, she's growing pretty fast. She's pretty. So, yeah. you know, more power to her. And uh, well, I'll do the same thing I did this year as far as winterization. Yeah. I won't do, I'm, I don't think I'm going to do anything different. Because this is where it's going to confirm after next year is you did not do anything wrong. Yeah, because Lola's alive. Yeah. So that theory works. Yes. And maybe, you know, I'll just continue that if she gets another year under her belt. You know, maybe it'll be easier for her. We if I start changing something this year versus last year, maybe that may. I don't think mess I would want to change anything. I want to be able to do the same thing to say, okay, look, there's nothing really wrong here. Okay. Yeah. So we can refer to this next year if by any chance something does foul up that, you know, okay, Scott, what'd you do right? So if you're interested as far as going back and listening to all of the episodes back to back, uh, the very first banana tree experiment show was released on June 15th of 2022. And then we have a July 20th follow-up session two. And then in October on the 12th, we yeah, have the follow-up uh, session three. And right now you're listening getting them to ready the for the winter. One. Yeah. So that wraps it up. You can create a tropical paradise in your backyard, even in zone five, five or six. Where is it? Well, actually, I we're think we're going to be five. four, five, and six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, I had to baby them a little bit in the winter, but uh, we'll see how it goes. And hopefully uh, they get no more floods. Yeah. Well, this and is Midwest. <laughs> I'm digging back in that area where Frank was because I'm putting in a brick retaining wall. And I'm not seeing anything abnormal in the soil compared to the other side. This so. is more of an autopsy. So Yeah, back to the eye. I keep going back. Poor Frank. Well, now that you're putting an end to this and we're going to be working on it, hopefully not until next year, my question here is, is what are we going to talk about now, sir? We're taking a little time off here in July. Uh, Just a little one. Yeah. I mean, it's getting hot and we want to basically enjoy, let's say, Scott's Pool in Tropical Paradise. And See, that's why I'm his best friend. He doesn't know that yet. <laughs> anyway, everybody, that is the Banana Tree Experiment 365 complete. Yep. If something... We brought an end to it. Say goodnight to uh, Frank. Frank, yes. I mean, is... Everybody, uh, say a little prayer for Frank. Dun, dun, da, dun, dun, da, dun, da, dun, da, dun. I'll be eating a chili dog outside the taste of freeze. Anyway, everybody, green thumbs up. 
take care and water any way you can. Frank having his hands right between her knees. You don't want that in there. I probably don't want that. <laughs> in okay. Thanks for listening to your Midwest Garden. If you like today's conversation, please share this podcast with friends and family. And don't forget to click on the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Plus, if you have any show topics you'd like us to discuss, head on over to our sponsor's Facebook page, which is Black Diamond Garden Center, and message them your topic idea. For all of us at your Midwest Garden Podcast, I'm Michael Rourke, the Garden Guy. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation.